0: I'm Heidi Harris. Welcome to the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this a couple of times a week. You can subscribe at iTunes for free. You can also check out my podcast at HeidiHarris.com. You can also catch my live radio show weekdays 8 to 10 a.m. at 670 a.m. KMZQ in Las Vegas. All right. As you know by now, Brett Kavanaugh has been confirmed to the Supreme Court, which is a great win for Republicans and a great win for common sense. As I have described in a couple of previous podcasts about Brett Kavanaugh, I don't think that this woman was attacked by Brett Kavanaugh. I think she was attacked by somebody at some time, but I do think that Dr. Ford has other issues that far exceed anything that may have happened that night. I mean, there's not a woman on the planet who hasn't had some guy try to grope her at some time, and ultimately, you survive it. You get through it, you get past it, you put it in a box, you move on with your life. But clearly, she's got other psychological issues. I don't think her testimony was complete garbage. I mean, I did find it compelling, like a lot of other people. But bottom line, there was no corroborating evidence, which there usually isn't in a he-she situation. And Susan Collins and others saw through it after the FBI investigation that I was wrong about, by the way. I thought the FBI was not going to get their work done in time, and they did. And I was very impressed with that. So Brett Kavanaugh now on the Supreme Court, fantastic news for Republicans. And the Democrats have been beaten back, at least at this point. Now, we'll see what happens during the midterms. I think there's going to be a Democrat backlash. I think a lot of Democrats are ticked off about the way Brett Kavanaugh was treated. I think a lot of men looked at this and went, whoa, what if this was me? I think a lot of women looked at this and said, wow, what if this is my husband, my brother, And I think the Democrats overplayed their hand, and many voters who may swing independent or Democrat generally are going to either stay home or vote Republican. That's just a guess, but nobody's going to know until after the election. So stay tuned for that. But it's a big win for Trump. It's a big win for Mitch McConnell and the Republicans who seem to have suddenly located their spines. And it almost makes you wonder, would they have been so strong if John McCain were still in the Senate, still alive? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. But I know that when it came down to it, they held to their beliefs and they stuck by Kavanaugh and ultimately they were successful. And that is fantastic. That's why people voted them in. All right, let's switch topics here and let's talk a little bit about uh, climate change. There's an intergovernmental panel on climate change, which released a report in South Korea And they're focusing on the impacts of global warming reaching 1.5 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels. I could go on a big spiel about this. What amazes me about the global warming folks, really, is that they just don't seem to understand it's a huge planet that we're involved with. I know they want to put all the pressure on industrial nations and mainly on the United States because China and India don't care what they say. And they're going to keep putting out as much junk as they want to because they're trying to have their countries be more prosperous and the bottom line is you can't change the planet it's putting aside what these people think that they're do-gooders and they want to make the world a better place and they're worried about dead polar bears and all of that and we could argue whether or not the polar ice cap is thicker than it's been or not as thick or polar bears one way or the other we could get into all of that because there are arguments on both sides to be made and scientists who talk about both sides of the issue But here's an example. Jim Ski, he's the co-chair of this working group. He said to limit global warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius is possible within the laws of chemistry and physics, but doing so would require unprecedented changes. I'd love to know exactly what those changes would entail. CNN reports widespread changes would be needed in energy, industry, buildings, transportation, and cities. According to the report, global and net emissions of carbon dioxide would need to fall by 45% from 2010 levels and reach net zero around 2050. You know, what's amazing to me is these people don't want to use things that are more efficient, like nuclear power and other things like that. And the people who put out these reports never live The way they want the rest of us to live. That's the thing about it. They're hypocrites. They're not riding their bikes to work. They're not living without air conditioning. They're not doing the things that they advocate the rest of us do. And it always comes down to the industrialized countries trying to make a difference. Now, you could argue that they put out most of the so-called, you know, stuff in the environment. I get all of that. But that's because we're producing the stuff. Now, you've got China producing things like that and Indonesia and places like that who produce a lot of things. And other countries don't have those things other than from us. They don't have the ability to create the things. They don't have an industry. So they have to get things from us. So all the pressure is always on us to cut back, to cut back, to cut back. But if it's a big globe that we share, this idea that anybody can get together and cut the temperature is ludicrous It's hot in the summer, it's cold in the winter, that's it. Hey, it's October in Vegas, and guess what? It's already down into the 70s. Hey, perfect. This is why we live here. We don't live here for June, July, and August. We live here because it's already in the 70s. And there are some summers that seem longer than others. Sometimes we don't see 100-degree days before Memorial Day. Other times we do. I remember, I think it was a couple of years ago, that it was not even 100 degrees the entire month of June. And I remember distinctly because I was doing, at the time, endorsements for an air conditioning company and it never got to 100 degrees the whole month of June. This is like two years ago. So this drives you crazy too. People who are dependent on the weather to be a certain temperature, either cold or hot, really suffer when things get askew. But bottom line, the idea that human beings making changes in the way they build a building is really going to change this entire beautiful planet Really? You think you can change the atmosphere? You think you can change this entire globe? The arrogance of these people shows no bounds. That's what it comes down to for me. It's not a question of believing or not believing. I don't believe it's global warming, I believe it's warmer than it's been in some phases of history, and it's colder than it's been in other phases of history, but apparently more than 90 authors from 40 countries were involved in leading this report. They're saying that uh, if things rise two degrees in Celsius, global sea levels would rise 10 centimeters lower. Huh? 10 centimeters? Okay. 10 centimeters. Really? The likelihood of an Arctic... Ocean free of sea ice in summer would be once per century instead of at least once per decades. Huh? They say coral reefs would decline by 70 to 90 percent instead of being almost completely wiped out. This is if they go down half a degree. I'm not kidding. I know it's confusing. The report said if we can change it to 1.5 degrees instead of two degrees. Really? A half a degree Celsius? This is what these people think they can do by changing the way somebody drives, by forcing everybody to have electric cars. And by the way, where does that power come from? Hello, coal and other things. <laughs> I I don't know what to say to these folks. I know that some of them are do-gooders, and they genuinely think they're trying to make the world a better place. But even those people don't live by the standards they want us to live by. you got a lot of celebrities who fly around in private jets all over the world, wasting things, drinking bottled water, throwing that in the trash can, and then complaining about the fact that the world is getting hotter when there's no evidence that the world is getting hotter. That would be a good idea. Somebody ought to go backstage, let's say, to the Oscars or something. Someone ought to go backstage and shoot some pictures of all the people backstage drinking bottled water and other things, throwing it in the trash can, wasting things left and right. You've got celebrities walking around wearing $1,500 dresses like Melania Trump uh, and other people and, of course, the the duchesses of whatever in England and all. They're wearing $1,500 dresses that they wear once. That's not wasteful. What is the point of that? Meanwhile, people like me, who are rescuing dogs, recycling clothes, recycling furniture, I drive an older car, I do the best I can to recycle, repurpose, reuse, restore, rescue, and I'm living a pretty carbon-neutral life, if you want to say that. I mean, I don't worry about every single thing that I do, and I've still got air conditioning on my house and whatnot, but compared to a lot of these celebrities, I'm not out there buying new cars every five minutes. I'm not doing some of the things that they say hurt the environment. They'd like to say see us get rid of so much consumerism. They'd like to see us make all kinds of changes. Well, I got news for you. Third world countries don't really care what they do. They don't care about their people. They don't care about the environment. They don't care how many people die in industrial accidents. They don't care how much crap they spew in the environment. So as long as that's the issue, nothing is going to change other than making me have to pay more money for so-called renewable energy, which is not efficient. And all it does is cost me money. And that doesn't help anybody. So yeah, are there things all of us can do to not be wasteful? Absolutely. I try very hard to not be wasteful of anything. But bottom line, is anything I do going to change the atmosphere? Really? It's going to drop the temperature of the entire planet a half a degree? Really? If you don't like the temperature, wait till Christmas or wait till wintertime or some. I mean, it's just these people. And I know they call people like me climate change deniers. Once again, I have two words for you people who want to change everything. You first, you live in a tiny house. You got people like Al Gore living in enormous houses and telling me that I should worry about the planet. Are you kidding? Seriously, is anyone buying this junk? And once again, I cannot say it enough. I just think it's arrogant for anybody to think that they actually have control over the universe. But then again, that's politicians. And the politicians and the media, those kind of people, really believe that they have so much power over the universe. Have you looked into the stars at night? Do you realize how small we are in God's creation. Do you understand that? And if you look at the earth in the universe, how tiny it is, have you looked at the Hubble telescope pictures or anything like that? Do you really think that how much trash you put out on the curb on Wednesday is really going to make a difference to the planet? Come on, people. I mean, you go ahead and live any way you want to, but don't tell me how to live my life, okay? That's all I'm asking. Join me weekdays, 8 to 10 a.m. on KMZQ, live from Las Vegas. And don't forget to check out HeidiHarris.com, where you can pick up a copy of my brand new book. It's called Don't Pat Me on the Head, Blowback, Setbacks, and Comebacks in Vegas Radio. Talk about my career and some of the blowback and setbacks and things like that that I've dealt with in my career. Everybody's dealt with them, and I think this book will encourage you. If you've been kicked around at work, it'll encourage you how to get through it. It'll make you feel better knowing you're not alone, and I think it will encourage you to be able to stand your ground and hold your own. I'm Heidi Harris. Until we meet again, remember you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scott.